Hi guys, my name is Gabby and welcome back to the Everything Lovely podcast. So I asked you guys on Instagram, on the poll story thing, um, if you guys had any questions so that I could answer them and give you guys advice. And you guys asked some pretty good questions, so I'm super excited for this episode and um i think we're just gonna start with the story of the week which is something that we started last week so that's super fun but um two days ago my friend and i and my sister we went to the city and we just stayed in soho the entire day um i got some sweatpants because we went shopping and I only had like two pairs of sweatpants. So I was like, okay, school's starting and I don't have any fits. So let me just get some sweatpants. So I got some. And we ate at a Korean barbecue place. And the food was really good. Um, my friend got fried rice and my sister got bulgogi. And I got, what did I even get? It was like a steamed, like a hot bowl with rice um kimchi rice and marinated chicken vegetables and cheese so that was pretty interesting and yeah it was just a fun day overall but oh my gosh at the subway there was this man recording us and i did not even notice so it was like me my sister and then my friend and we were all sitting down and then on the other side of the subway there was this old man recording me and I didn't know until like a lot after a lot later did I say that correctly I don't know but yeah and my friend pointed him out to me and then my friend stood up to try to like get away from the camera because they were pointing it toward me and he followed her like his phone followed her now obviously like I wasn't trying to like start anything because we're in a closed area in the train but oh my gosh it made me so uncomfortable and he left the next stop so I was like thank god but he was with us for a long time so I don't know how long he was recording us but that is just so disgusting and um I'm trying to think do I have any other stories I'm pretty sure I had one but like I kind of forgot um I still haven't finished the book which is really, really sad. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even like pick it up since the last time I recorded an episode. So I think I have to do that thing again where I can't record until I read my book for next week episode because I have school next week, so that's not really good for me. But oh my gosh, yesterday I played volleyball and this was the last open gym and it was really fun so I'm the setter um on the girls team and basically like I was setting people up and we were playing queen of the court and it was just like some great um warm-ups kind of for the season because I haven't really practiced all summer even though I told myself I would to try to get like a jump serve down but whatever but yeah, I practiced yesterday and that's pretty much it. That's the story of the week or two stories of the week, whatever. But yeah, I'm going to start answering your questions now. Okay, question one. When you talk to a person but decide you don't like them, how do you subtly drop them? Okay, that is a really good question. So there have been 
various instances where like someone has tried talking to me and I just was not interested and I think the main thing that you have to know is be straight up I think with something like this you shouldn't really really be subtle like if you don't see a future with this person and if you genuinely don't like them and you're not interested at all why waste your time thinking of ways to drop them or like staying with somebody that you're not interested with when you could be doing whatever the hell you want with whoever you want and someone that you're actually interested in instead of somebody that you know you're staying with because you don't know how to drop them or because you feel bad that they like you but you don't like anyone listen you don't have to feel bad for not liking anyone at all because at the end of the day your happiness matters the most so if you don't like someone just straight up tell them you know i'm not really interested in you and yeah we've been talking for a while but i you know started to lose feelings and you're just not what I'm looking for in a significant other. And I know what I want and I'm trying to find that but I don't see that with us. Like something simple as that. Now when it comes to ghosting, I don't really think that's the right idea. I know you didn't ask that but like I'm just gonna like say it. <laughs> um, I feel like ghosting is just not a good idea. Um, and... It can make a person feel really bad and make them feel like really confused like you're sending mixed signals because like um okay listen me personally I would rather somebody leave me on open than on delivered it hurts more if they leave me on open but at least I know that they don't want to continue the conversation a B, they're not interested. But if they leave me undelivered, it could mean multiple things. It could mean that they never saw my message or they were not interested so they're ignoring me or they slide read it or like looked at a preview of a notification or something and left me undelivered or they're waiting for the perfect moment to answer. Like it's going to give someone like a little thing of hope like make them think okay like well this person is leaving me undelivered so I don't really know what they want or what they're trying to communicate with me but if they leave me unopen it's like I know that they're not interested so again when it comes to ghosting I just don't think that's a good idea I think it's so much better to just openly say hey I'm not interested and what's the worst that could happen Okay, yeah, sure, this person, there is a small possibility that this person will never ever talk to you ever again, but they're going to get over it. And I know that it sucks potentially losing a friend if you were friends with the person, but I mean, you weren't interested, so why waste your time and why stop your happiness or like let them take away your happiness when you can be doing whatever you want to do? So I think when it comes to like dropping someone that you don't really like, I think it's better to just be straight up instead of subtle. Now, you could quote unquote drop hints or like show them that you're not interested and stop engaging in conversations. Stop 
yeah, just, like, stop engaging and, like, show them that you're not interested, but that might also send mixed signals, so that could be a little bit more subtle, but, yeah, I'm super sorry. I don't really know if there's, like, a subtle way to drop somebody, but, yeah, in my experience, I think it's so much better to just be straightforward because it's like one, two, three, and it's quick and easy. And most of the time, the person will completely understand and leave you alone. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Okay, next question. Funniest quarantine moment. Okay, the person who asked this, bro, you've been here since the very beginning and you're literally a real one, bro. So Props to you. Thank you so much for literally everything. Okay, anyway, um, funniest quarantine moment? Um, I can't really think of, like, a specific moment. But when I was stuck in a room for three months, so if you don't know, <laughs> that sounds so, like, depressing. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you don't know that story, go listen to um quarantine experience which was an episode that I recorded a few months ago um because I basically just talked about everything that happened over the quarantine so um yeah but I was in a room with my brother and my brother is so funny for no reason like he does like the dumbest things and it's so funny and whenever I would talk to my friends they would always be like, oh my gosh, your brother is, like, the best human ever. Like, he's so funny. And it's not even, like, he's trying to. It just, it's just he is. Because he's, like, he does the dumbest things. Like, there was this one time where he had, like, a blanket over him. So he looked funny to begin with. And then he took the blanket off. And his shirt was put on in a weird way. And he had one of his arms out of the neck, the neck hole. And he started dancing and singing, and it was the weirdest thing ever, which was, like, so funny. It had me laughing so hard. Or, like, there'd be other times where he would, like, lay, like, hang from the side of the bed upside down and start eating because of how bored he was, and it's just, like, so funny to look at. And, um, what else? There He has, like, two blankets, so he had, like, a blue and a brown one at the time. And he was, like, rolling on the bed, and he was just going, like, blue, brown, blue, brown. And whenever he would face the blue, he would say blue. And then whenever he would face the brown, he'd say brown. Like, you have to see it to, like, understand why it's, like, so funny. But, yeah. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> there was this one time he was moving, like, a Venus flytrap. And I don't even know how else to, like, describe that. But um, he was laying on his back, and he was, like, doing... <sighs> something like weird with his hands and his feet like he was like it, it looked like chomping I don't know if that made any sense like he was like clapping or like chomping with his hands his arms and legs whatever but he was just going photosynthesis photosynthesis like I don't know but quarantine did something to his little brain and it was just so funny but yeah I don't know I can't really pinpoint any exact quarantine moments but Quarantine was very, very interesting and filled with so many funny things that happened. So, yeah. All right, next question. Currently going through a rough friendship breakup. Any advice? I love you so much. Ah, girl, literally, you are so amazing. I love you so much, too. Okay, anyway, friendship breakups can be um, really, really difficult to deal with sometimes sometimes. 
and most of the time even more painful than a breakup with a significant other and we've all been through it before we've all made some friends and lost some friends but that's just the process of life and the process of being a teenager we're figuring out who our real friends are and who's really going to be there for us but that doesn't mean it makes it any less painful when we end a friendship because you've told your stories and secrets to this person and you've shared so many good laughs and so many good cries and it can be really difficult sometimes and I think the first step to dealing with a friendship breakup is to allow yourself to feel pain and hopefully that doesn't sound harsh or whatever or weird but I think again you have to feel the pain and understand that it's normal. Now, whenever I've gone through a friendship breakup, most of the time I ask myself, what did I do wrong? This is all my fault. Like, why would I ever allow this to happen? But it can also lead to some great times for reflection. And you start to realize that, well, you know, none of this is really your fault. People just grow out of friendships sometimes and you start to realize that your values don't align and there might have been this big fight that happened or you guys just aren't suitable to be friends and understand that it's normal and it's not your fault and you have no one to blame and you cannot go around blaming yourself because of that. Because, again, people just grow apart. So, step one is to feel the pain and let it stay with you. Listen to your bag playlists, if that help you. Take naps. Something that I find really useful is to exercise. Now, I know you must be thinking, Gabby, what the hell? I just went through friendship breakup and you're telling me to work out. No. So studies have shown that when you exercise, it releases a certain chemical or hormone that makes you feel better. And not only do you feel more awake and alive, but it's also good for your health. So if you're looking for something to take your mind off of a friendship breakup or just anything upsetting or saddening go for a run or run on the treadmill or go for a bike ride it doesn't have to be extreme cardio you don't have to go out there and do crazy weights and lift 200 pounds or something but do something physical but also if that doesn't help you you could just stay in bed and you can eat your ice cream and you can watch your Netflix. So this is all part of like the acceptance. Well, not really acceptance, but like understanding that it's okay to feel painful and you're looking for ways to deal with it. And you're looking for activities that you can do to get your mind off of it. Now, don't completely ignore the situation. Don't completely push it to the side and let the emotions get bottled up. Which leads me to the next thing that you can do when it comes to dealing with a friendship breakup is 
talk to somebody. Talk to another friend. Talk to a parent. Talk to an adult, a teacher, a professor, a guidance counselor, your psychologist or a therapist, anybody. Talk to somebody. And if you listen to practically any of my episodes having to do with mental health, I mention talking to somebody. Because talking out your feelings is the best way to go about something. And when I was younger, like in middle school and my freshman year, I thought that if I went to talk to somebody, it makes me weak. It doesn't make me strong enough because I can't deal with something myself. But really, no, that's not the case. The matter of the fact is that, I'm sorry if I said that weird, as a matter of fact, it makes you a lot stronger when you're able to express yourself and talk to somebody about it. Because you're openly asking for help. You are telling someone, hey, I need advice for something. And during my freshman year, I went through a crazy friendship breakup, like the most painful one that I've ever experienced. And um, it was really difficult dealing with it. And I didn't know who to talk to. And every day I would feel miserable. And I'd go to school and I'd slug around. And if we had tests, it was like, well, whatever. I really don't care. And I'm not in the mood. I didn't want to talk to any of my friends. I actually become distant with my friends at that time. And at home, I just had to just deal with it. And... I just didn't feel good and I didn't know who to talk to and nothing made me happy, nothing made me smile, nothing made me laugh and it was just, it was so hard and um, I decided one day that I couldn't continue doing this and I spoke to a teacher that I really trusted and it was his free period and it was so kind of him to allow me to stay in the classroom and just talk out everything for about like an hour and uh, wow let me tell you how I felt the weight on my shoulders lift because I was able to express myself and get advice from an older person and understand where they're coming from and them telling me that it's normal And I shouldn't have to be spending my freshman year or just any of my time being sad because a friend left. And there was also something else that happened at that time, but I'm not going to go into that right now because we're talking about friendship breakups. But yeah, and let me tell you, when I left that classroom and I walked to the bus because I was in school, remember, and on my way home, I could not stop smiling, and I probably looked like an idiot. But I felt so much better after talking to somebody about how I felt. So, if ever you feel as though you are feeling down or upset, in general, it doesn't have to be about a friendship breakup. Talk to somebody about it. And now, for my last point, um... You know, at the end of the day, you're going to learn to accept it. And it's going to really like hit like a brick one day. You're going to be like, wow, well, I lost a friend. But then you start to realize that, you know, just because you've lost a friend doesn't mean you've lost the memories with them and doesn't mean that you can't make any more friends. 
you are going to go out there and you're going to meet so many new people who can, quote-unquote, fill the hole that they left in your heart. And obviously, not everybody is the same, and not every friendship is the same, but you're going to realize that, well, I cannot be feeling this way for one person whether it was a mutual friendship breakup or you broke the friendship up or they broke the friendship up whatever it is you're going to realize that everything is going to be okay at the end of the day and you're going to be flying when you find someone else to be really good friends with or another friend group to be friends with and then that's when you can really examine hey what went wrong in the other friendship what happened Was it toxic? Was it because I did something? Was it because they did something? And you really start to realize, oh, well, that was kind of immature of me to do that. Or, wow, that person really didn't deserve my friendship. Or whatever you realize, you're going to implement everything that you've learned in all of those lessons into your new friendships. And that's the process of maturing. So whenever you lose a friendship, or whenever you have a friendship breakup, remember that everything's going to be okay at the end of the day and make sure that you allow yourself to feel the pain and you allow yourself to feel hurt in the beginning and never, ever, ever bottle up your feelings because that's going to make it a whole lot worse. As long as you remind yourself that there are 7 billion people in this world and you have yet to meet every single one of them, well... That's when you start to realize everything is going to be okay. And girl, I hope everything is okay and I hope that things get better. Okay, next question. How to deal with people coming at you for your sexuality? Okay, let me start off by saying I am truly sorry that you have to experience something like that. And I'm so sorry that people have the audacity to comment on something that you cannot control in a negative manner. So no one should ever have to experience that. And I'm so sorry, once again, that you are going through that. And I think the number one way to deal with this is just ignore them. And uh, once you understand that they are in no place to make you feel down and bully you and share their opinions about something that should not even matter to them and something that does not even affect them. And it's going to be difficult to accept that there are going to be people who just will stay closed-minded and who won't accept you. But something that you could do is you could talk to them and educate them and let them know how you feel. Because they're never going to stop until they are told off or educated about a certain matter that they are clearly not educated in. So let them know how it affects you and how it makes you feel. And the number one thing, make sure you stand up for yourself. And yes, there are going to be people who just won't listen and who will say they're all open ears, but they're really not. And that's when you start to say, okay, I am just ignoring this person. Because if you know that these things don't matter to you and their opinions shouldn't get to you, then you start to realize, well, I mean, 
I shouldn't have to feel any type of way because of something that some random, insignificant person said about me. Now, in matters like this, we have to be patient and we have to stay calm because if they're coming up to you in a very angry and rude tone, it's not going to help anything if you speak to them in the same manner. So, like they say, you cannot put out a fire with more fire. So, be calm. And sooner or later, they're going to realize, well, why am I so mad? Why am I so rude? And why am I coming at this person for something that doesn't even affect me? And it'll make them start to feel kind of dumb, like, well, this person has been nothing but nice to me, so what am I doing judging them? And we have to kind of acknowledge their anger and listen to them, to like their side of the story, because if they are not willing to listen to you, you listen to them. And once they feel as though they have been heard, whether their opinion matters or not, that's when you can start to talk. And that's when you can try to explain what you're going through and how whatever they say won't really get to you because, well, it doesn't really matter to you. And you can help them learn by your experiences. Now, a lot of times, whenever they speak to you, they might be fearful and like, yeah, they might genuinely care about you, which is why they might feel as though they have a place to tell you off and come at you but help them learn with experience and it's going to be difficult to deal with especially if this is a parent that we're talking about or family that we're talking about so yeah just speak to them and let them know now don't push and don't shove like don't push it in their face like give it time Okay, things like this aren't going to happen overnight. For someone to accept you and for someone to stop coming at you, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a matter of three seconds. And, you know, once the time has passed and they still aren't listening, ignore. You know, just cut it off and be like, well, you know, I am sorry and I have tried my best and you are not listening But that's when it's time to just, well, completely accept the fact that, yeah, sure, they might never learn and they might never understand. But as long as I understand myself, as long as I am happy with myself, as long as I am content with who I am, then, well, realize that it's fine to just ignore them and let go and just just don't bring up the issue. And if they bring it up, well, just ignore it. And it's hard and it takes a lot of self-control. But, well, it's going to take time to just understand that there are going to be people who just won't stop with the negative comments. And it's everywhere that you go. So, just be the bigger person and just ignore it. Anyway, I really do hope that helped. And listen, you are strong and never forget that. And I hope that... Whoever this person or these people are, 
that they will start to understand whatever you're going through and I hope everything works out with them. Here is the next question. How to cope with anxiety and stress. Okay, I got you on this one. I feel like I'm an expert on this topic now because I'm always like stressed out for no reason. But okay, I'm not trying to be annoying or anything, but I did record a few episodes about um, dealing with stress. So the first episode that I put out, Junior Anxiety, I talked about um, junior year and how to deal with like the stress of college applications and college preparation and taking all of these tests, these APs, these SATs, ACTs. And then I also talked about um, studying, like tips for studying and maintaining mental health and like how to organize everything. And I think there might have been another one. Um, any of the high school episodes, I talked a little bit about um, how to deal with stress as well, but I'm going to talk about it now anyway, just because it's a lot easier and more convenient for you. So, um, I think being organized is, being organized is probably the most important thing when it comes to dealing with stress, because deadlines and due dates and everything can pile up like crazy and it's not only school that I'm talking about I'm also talking about like the stress of friendships and maintaining your physical health and having all these activities that you're doing and also dealing with people and spending time with family and friends it could all be really overwhelming if we're trying to balance everything together and it can make us really stressed out or if we are trying to get something done but we can't do it or if we're procrastinating like all of that can lead to stress and anxiety and you know I think you have to just like stay organized with everything now I'm not saying that's the only answer obviously but I think the first step to trying to reduce that is stay organized. Now, the next step is pretty much just like once you're organized, try to sort out the things that you have to do first. So like when you make a to-do list, make it with like a deadline or a due date so that you get it done by a certain time and it's not going to pile up. So if you're stressed out about that, like make sure you give yourself a to-do list and just organize everything by priority. So if something is really, really important and it's really bugging you, get it out of the way first. Get it done first. Now, if you're talking in terms of different activities that you're doing and it's difficult to handle and balance everything because, you know, you're a well-rounded student or whatever, understand that it's okay to cut things off. Now, if you haven't listened to the high school episode, I talked about my sophomore year when I was doing all of these clubs just for colleges and I did um, this journaling, no, not journaling, this like newspaper club because I thought that colleges would love to see a student involved in the newspaper and literally I disliked it like it didn't make me happy and it didn't help me at all and it wasn't part of my spike which was stem and advocacy so 
I realized that it was causing me more stress because it was just another thing to get done, so I cut it off. So if you start to realize that something is causing you so much stress and it's not even worth it, cut it off. Because it's not going to be worth it in the long run. Something that I like to ask myself a lot is, is it going to affect me in the long run? And if it's not, I just stop worrying about it. And I hate to make it sound simple because it's not. It's really difficult to let go of something, especially if you've learned to grow with it. And it's something that you've been doing for a while. But it'll take time to understand that, well, you know, if it's not making me happy and it's not helping me in any way, just cut it off. Um, And we obviously can't do that with, like, things with school. But um, just allowing yourself breaks. Just, like, not overloading yourself with activities and classes could be the best way to go. So like, stop it before it even starts. Let's say you're making a schedule for a school. If you realize that you cannot handle the course load and the workload and you cannot handle these extracurriculars that you're doing while maintaining a social life and while maintaining your physical being, like exercising and also while you're spending time with friends, like if you can't handle all of that together, find a few things to cut off. Like, it doesn't hurt because in the long run, let's say you're doing really, really well in the beginning. If you are not able to handle that in the long run, it's going to be so much harder to cut something off than if you just cut it off from the start. So don't take too much if you know that you will not be able to handle it. Like, don't put this expectation on yourself if you know that you will not be able to reach it. And, um, like I said, allow yourself breaks. Like, do not continue to do something if it makes you exhausted. Like, okay, I don't know if I ever posted an episode about this or if I deleted it before, but I talked about how I used to feel super burned out in the beginning of my junior year because I was doing so many different things and doing so many extracurriculars and taking on so many passion projects while having to study for four APs and studying for the SAT and the ACT like it was all too much and also having to stare at a screen and I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I'm so sorry, but can you like rub my head a little, like give me like a head massage because I'm having a major headache right now. And she told me, well, Gabby, listen, as she was massaging me, she said, I did not go through these headaches when I was your age. You should not be feeling this stressed out at your age. Do not abuse your body if you know that your body is telling you to stop. And I really sat and thought, wow, why am I staying up so late working on all of these things that are not going to matter much to me in the future? And the things that do matter to me, matter a lot to me, why am I spending so much time stressing over it? Why am I telling myself that it was bad to take a nap? Because back then, if I took a nap or if I gave myself like at least an hour to rest, I felt guilty, but then I realized I am abusing my body. 
Like, never take on anything that is going to hurt you or affect your mental health in a negative way. So, hopefully that helps. And listen, again, girl, give yourself time to take a break. Okay? Now, if things are getting too much, remember that you can always find a different hobby that you can help yourself to relax with and just let go of all the things that are making you stressed out and giving you anxiety. All right, next question, advice on peer pressure. So we are at an age as teenagers where friendship is really based on like acceptance and a lot of the times that could lead to peer pressure now if your friends or your peers are getting mad at you or threatening to end a friendship because you won't do something that they are doing drop them because if they really were your friends they would respect your opinions and they would respect your decisions especially if it is not agreeing with their own decisions. Just because they're doing something doesn't mean that you should feel the need to do it as well. And even if they are not pressuring you, that is the number one thing to remember. If you are hurting yourself or if it is against your own beliefs, don't do it. You know, they don't even have to be pressuring you or they don't even have to be forcing you to do something. But there might be this feeling that's like, oh, well, they're doing it, so I should do it too. Does that make me uncool? Does that make me weird that I'm not doing something that they're doing? But you have to get that nagging thought out of your mind that just because you're not doing something that your friends are doing doesn't make you an outsider and it doesn't make you any different because we are all different individuals and we all have different opinions on certain things and just because you might not agree doesn't mean that your friends have any right to make you feel bad about it and make you feel like a different person now if they continuously pressure you again drop them because it's not worth risking anything and it's not worth making yourself feel down to please other people you essentially have to live for yourself you cannot you cannot go around doing something for other people and when it comes to peer pressure whether it is drugs whether it is smoking whether it is jumping off some random building or going out late at night doing illegal things it could be something so dangerous and so illegal or it could be something really like not that big of a deal like going on a roller coaster again respect yourself and respect the decisions that you make because there's a reason why your mind is telling you not to do something and that's pretty much all i have to say on peer pressure again live for yourself and never let anybody or anybody else's opinions or whatever they say about you because you won't do something that they want you to do get to you because it's your body at the end of the day Now, before I get into the last question of today's episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that I do have an Instagram and a TikTok for the Everything Lovely podcast. It is 
at Everything Lovely Podcast, and it's going to be linked in this episode. So make sure you go give it a follow and go check it out because I do like to post updates on the TikTok and the Instagram, and I also post little snippets of each episode. So if you're unsure whether or not you want to listen to like a full 20-30 minute episode, you can go check out the TikToks and the reels that I post and figure out whether or not that episode suits you and if you want to spend your time listening to it. And I also post some advice on there as well. So make sure you go give it a follow so that you keep up to date with all the episodes and you get some pretty cool content as well. Okay, now for the last question. Some of the struggles you may have faced as a beginner podcast. Okay, starting my podcast, if you didn't listen to, um, I feel like I'm so sorry guys, I'm literally referring to so many of the episodes, but a lot of these things are connected, but um, you could go listen to my talk, my conversation with my friend Katrina, and if you didn't, I'm just going to give you like a quick little recap. So we started off with a different podcast together and it didn't exactly work out. So I started to make my own because I realized that I talked a lot and I, I don't know, I was just passionate about helping other people and just talking and debating in general. And so, yeah, I started this podcast. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is kind of pathetic, but I still don't have an actual microphone. So I'm still using these Apple earbuds and connecting it to my phone directly onto the Anchor app that I use to record my episodes on. And yeah, that's pretty much what I use. But it's kind of surprising that the quality is pretty good, at least in my opinion, for earbuds. So yeah. Now, struggles that I've faced. There are going to be some times where you're not going to get any listeners or you're not going to get any likes on a reel or a TikTok. Like, it's not going to blow up like you expected because you worked super hard but you just have to keep on going because it's all part of like the algorithm like it has nothing to do with you or the content that you make it doesn't mean that you suck at any of these things it just all kind of has to do with like the algorithm on that specific social media platform and the audience that you were trying to reach maybe you're using the wrong hashtags or you're posting at the wrong time or you're not posting enough, it just pretty much just comes down to all of that, but you kind of get a hang of, like, your followers and, like, the times that they're on, and then when you can reach people on the For You page or the Explore page, whether it is on Instagram Reels or if it's just on a TikTok that you made, and, yeah, you just kind of have to play around with it as well to try to reach people, because I thought in the beginning that I was going to be able to get listeners without having a different social media platform. And I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. But um, yeah, I thought that I was going to be able to get listeners. But that was not happening at any time soon. So I made an Instagram and I was able to reach people and gain some followers and start off like that and then I made a TikTok and that's when it really started to like get the ball moving now obviously I'm not like a super big podcast like I still am pretty much like a beginner podcast but um 
yeah and it all has to do with like consistency as well like i started this podcast in march and then i haven't no no no. i started this podcast in november actually last year 2020 and i didn't post until march again which was very bad and very inconsistent and i thought that i could get back on my feet and it did not work and then i started up again in like may and then stopped and then june and then stopped and then july was when it really started to keep on like moving forward and like stayed consistent with like my posting and my recording because I really made time for that over the summer and that's when I really started to like gain a following and people started to listen and it's just been super great like the podcast community is so kind and so open and so like supportive to everything that you do and everything everyone else does like nobody's ever mean And people are just, you know, people are just trying to get other people to listen to their podcasts as well because they are trying to share a story and they are trying to give advice and help other people as well. And, um, yeah, it's just been so great and I'm so thankful for, like, everybody. And even though I'm not, like, a super big podcast yet, I'm just so glad that there are people who are, like, commenting and like dming me all the time telling me hey gabby like i love what you do and you've helped me so much like i've binged your episodes and you've really helped me and that just like really makes my day and it makes me super duper duper happy so yeah i'm so thankful for each and every single one of you and i'm not trying to be like super sappy or anything but yeah even though i'm a beginner podcast again as I said, like, multiple times, I'm still super thankful for every single one of you, so, yeah, and I think that is a great way to end this episode for today, thank you so much for listening, again, go and follow the TikTok and the Instagram, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, do all the things, and, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys tune in for next week's episode, bye guys! (laughs) 